Hi, and welcome to Gathered Courage, a podcast built around reminding you that no matter what you're facing, God has got you. I'm your host, Carrie Smith, and I'm here to help you gather your courage as you tackle everything from everyday life to your biggest dreams. You are listening to episode 48, and we are at the end of John chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. Today, we will focus on verses 9 through 11. Thanks for listening. You may have noticed that I'm back to the regular old intro today. Last week's just didn't feel right, but I'm working on it. Maybe I'll change it. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Stay tuned, friends. (laughs) Again, thank you for being here today. I am really excited to finish out our verses in the book of John chapter 15, we have already studied through verses 1 through 8, and today we're going to focus on verses 9 through 11. So let's begin by reading through those three verses, and I'm going to start by reading in the message version, and we're also going to read one other version after that. So John chapter 15, verses 9 through 11 say, I've loved you the way my father has loved me. Make yourself at home in my love. If you keep my commands, you'll remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I've done, kept my father's commands and made myself at home in his love. I've told you these things for a purpose, that my joy might be your joy and your joy wholly mature. And now I'm going to read from the Christian Standard Bible. It says, As the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. We have taken an amazing journey through this chapter, these first few verses, and I have really enjoyed diving in and learning more about them so that I can come on here and discuss them with you. If you think back to what we first started about, we really got this beautiful picture and image in our head of what abiding or remaining in Jesus really looks like. And it's that image of the vine. And the vine is Jesus. He is the one that has all the good stuff, right? We're the branches. We can only get the good stuff if we stay connected to him, if we abide in him, remain in him, make ourselves at home in him. And we know the consequences of not remaining in him. We are rubbish. We just get thrown into the trash. We cannot survive without remaining in him. And we looked last time specifically at verses, I believe it was seven through eight, um, that when we remain in him and when we abide in him, our hearts and desires become one with his heart and desires. And so we, we begin to think like him and want to treat others like him. 
and want the things for our life that he wants for our life. And the way that we do that is by abiding. And when we do that, it glorifies God because of the fruit that we produce. Um, We produce all those great fruits from Galatians that we've talked about. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. We produce those fruits and that glorifies God and shows others that we are God's disciples and that, um, and then they in turn um, kind of have this curiosity, curiosity about Jesus or about um, having a faith in God. And now we're moving on to three verses that technically, if you kind of look in your Bible, the first uh, 10 verse, excuse me, eight verses are under the heading, the vine and the branches. And these headings and even verse numbers were not part of the original transcripts. These have been put in later by scholars as they have tried to organize the Bible in a way that would help people it to be like accessible um, for people and, and, and to look at, oh yeah, this is the part about this and this is the part about that. So they've kind of divided and organized it that way. And verses 9 through 11 aren't part of that vine and the branches. And I kind of debated whether I would even keep those three verses as I've come through um, uh, this text with you. But I decided to keep them because it stresses that word remain or abide or stay at home with me, excuse me, again. And it really gives us a picture, uh, an extended picture, an extension to, you know, remaining in Jesus, we become like him, we become, you know, his desires become our desires. It, it extends into the love and um, being part of remaining in Jesus, we then begin to love like Jesus and have joy. Um, have the joy that Jesus has. So let's let's back up just a little bit and we're going to go verse by verse and um, kind of flesh this out, if you will. So verse nine, and I'm going to read the verse from the message um, for the remainder of our time together. Verse nine says, I've loved you the way my father has loved me. Make yourself at home in my love. Let's pause there for a second because it makes me wonder, it makes me think, okay, what what does that mean? What does that look like? How does the Father, how does God love Jesus? And when I think about the examples or the, the times where I see God loving Jesus, it's like, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty intense. You want me to love the way that God has loved you. Um, you want me to make myself at home in that kind of love. And that's how Jesus loves us. So think about the way that God loves Jesus. God loves Jesus with this love that there, where there was, there was like no beginning and there is no end. It just is. Um, it's this close and personal love. There's no like measure or degree of love. And the love doesn't change. It's not dependent on anything. 
except that it just is. So God loves Jesus that way. And Jesus says, I have loved you that way. And so we need to abide and make ourselves at home in that love. And then the next verse kind of tells us how do we do that. It says, if you keep my commands, you will abide, you will remain in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commands and abide in his love. That's from the NIV version. Let me read for you from message. If you keep my commands, you'll remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I've done. Kept my father's commands and made myself at home in his love. It's interesting to me how whenever I see this thought or idea of abiding in his love, I immediately start thinking about like, things that I can do and things that I'm supposed to do. And yes, that's part of keeping God's commandments, but it's more of like a, how do I earn it versus how do I keep it mentality? So we have to remember that by keeping God's commandments, and we'll talk a little bit more about what that actually is, we're not earning our love. We're not earning God love or Jesus's love. We're just making ourselves at home in it. We're keeping it. We are um, taking hold of it in a way that if we aren't keeping God's commandments, and if we do turn from God, that we aren't doing. The love never leaves. We're just not holding on to it. Um, So think about the commandments of God. What does he ask us to do? What are his commandments? And what commandments did Jesus keep um, of of God's commandments? And really, he, he basically just obeys his command to come down to earth, become fully human, um, and then to then honor what God wants him to do, honor his word to be without sin, to tell others about God and about um, the relationship that we can have with him, to point people towards God, has obeyed his and fulfilled his purpose here on earth. And so when we do that, when we obey God's commands, we are then remaining in his love. And his commands for us aren't that different. Well, okay. He doesn't ask us to be perfect. (laughs) We can't be Jesus. We can't be God. We can't be perfect. But with that one aside, (laughs) his commands for us aren't that different. He wants us to live a life that points to him. And by By living a life that points to him, that means that we are sacrificial. That means that we show our trust and faith in God in very um, maybe crazy and wild ways that aren't of this world. That means that we serve in ways that others look at as being hmm, maybe a little bit odd. (laughs) That means that we love our enemies 
that means that we aren't just good moral people. You know, the commandments in the Old Testament about, you know, not murdering, honoring your father and mother, uh, not a committing adultery, um, not uh, not uh, following idols, worshiping idols, and um, all those commandments that he gives in the Old Testament. Those are really awesome. And they are part of a godly character. They're part of someone who is remaining in Jesus's love and, and following his commandments. But some of those things are just like moral things. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty moral not to kill someone, right? Um, it's pretty moral to not cheat on your spouse, right? Lots of people follow those things. As Christians, as, as, as followers of Christ, we take it to the extreme. We take it too far, <laughs> to quote Jess Connolly, um, one of the, I love following her on Instagram. She has a book, um, a devotional book that I am, I actually bought two copies of it last year and have not yet um, read through it. Hmm, maybe I'll gift the other one to someone this season. But she wrote a book called Take It Too Far. And um, from the title, I'm assuming she's going to talk about you know, taking this Christian life, this obedience to God, taking it too far and taking it to a place where others look at you and go, huh, something's different about her. Something is unique in the way that she carries herself, uses her words, um, serves people in her neighborhood, loves her enemies, trusts and surrenders to God. We follow God's commands and we take them to the next level to show that we're followers of him. But man, we we can't do that on our own. What these verses leave out is the fact that we actually can't do those things. We cannot follow God's commands on our own. And we cannot love the way that we want to, to love. We can't even abide in Jesus on our own. We have the spirit that helps us and he gives us the power to do those things. So when we rely on the spirit and when we are abiding in Jesus and following what God commands of us, taking it, taking it too far, taking the moral things of this world to the extreme then, then we are, in the next verse, filled with joy. The next verse says, Then these things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. I really love how the message version puts that too. It says, I've told you these things for a purpose, that my joy might be your joy, and your joy wholly mature. Now, it's interesting that in the Bible, we never really hear anybody question Jesus's joy. Have you ever thought about that? There's not like this, hmm, what does it mean to have joy? Does Jesus, is Jesus joyful? Like, we don't ever hear anybody talking about whether he is or isn't. It just is. <laughs> he is so connected to God that the joy is just there. And it, it's not that joy um, that we that we understand is like happiness and excitement. 
it's the joy of Jesus um, that it's that exhilaration. It's that I am right with God type of joy. I am consciously walking in his love and care type of joy. All around me, pardon my French, all hell may be breaking loose. Anybody feel like that's life right now? Huh. I do. But man, joy can be ours. We have that joy that exists even when life around us is not great. We can have Jesus's joy. And we have it by being in his presence, by abiding in him, by making ourselves at home in him. Well, friends, I hope that you have enjoyed this small little series on John chapter 15, verses 1 through 11, where we have really dove in to abiding in Jesus. We've got one more episode. I'm going to do a quick wrap up next week. Some final thoughts. But um, I hope that these deeper dive episodes have brought you some clarity, have challenged you, have encouraged you, have spoken to you in whatever way God needed them to. Again, if you have any questions, comments, please feel free to reach out to me. You can find me on social media at Gathered Courage Podcast. You can shoot me an email, gatheredcouragepodcast at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, would you please give it a rating and share it with your friends so that others can learn um, about abiding in Jesus and gathering their courage. Talk to you later, guys. Bye.